Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. All right, as we have mentioned earlier, uh, world leaders gathering in Japan as we speak for this weekend's edition of the G20 uh, conference. The opposition is calling on the PM ahead of the G20 to stand up for Canada on the international stage. We've certainly been talking about uh, the meeting that happened in Washington earlier this week between the president and the prime minister. Well, the prime minister, uh, and we're not really sure how what form this uh, took, but uh, asking to see if perhaps there's anything Donald Trump could do to uh, convince China to stop bullying Canada, uh, considering we're doing our part in the whole extradition process. Let's bring in Aaron O'Toole, MP for Durham, and on the line with us now. Aaron, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Good to be with you, Scott. Aaron, it seems we're walking on eggshells heading into this G20, hoping that uh, Donald Trump can put in a good word for us. What can, what will Donald Trump say to the Chinese president uh, that can help us? Well, right now the U.S. and China are locked in probably the largest trade war of the modern era. And really the arrest of the Chinese citizen Meng Wanzhou in December in Canada as a result of a extradition request, uh, happened in the midst of this huge trade war. So the the U.S. has some leverage on China uh, as they are negotiating an end to some of the issues where China uh, doesn't respect intellectual property laws, they're dumping steel and other commodities on the world market. So if if the U.S. president can leverage within those talks, uh, securing the release of our citizens, Mr. Kovrig and Mr. Spaver, and then release, releasing some of the the tariff disruption and, and trade disruption Chinese are doing in us, he's got that leverage. The last six months, Justin Trudeau uh, has mishandled the China dispute, and now it was revealed a month ago he and the, fine, uh, the foreign minister can't even get their calls returned. So it really will take an ally of ours to put this on the agenda of the Chinese president. Uh, as you mentioned, China not wanting to talk to us. There's nothing official between uh, our country and theirs at this uh, G20. Although I've heard that China and Canada will be sitting beside each other in certain situations. Is that accurate? Do you know about that? Well, there's there's the formal bilateral meetings um, that are arranged in conjunction with all the leaders being on the ground in Osaka, Japan. But then there's what's called sort of meetings at the margins, you know, in between sessions. If, and if you are near one another, you can sometimes sneak in those short meetings because interpreters and everyone are there. We've pushed for the prime minister to try and take advantage of that, too. He couldn't get a formal bilateral meeting with President Xi, but there's an opportunity to have some sort of pullaways or these these margin meetings, as they're called. We should it, it, The prime minister should really turn around this declining situation any way he can, using our, our, our allies because he can't get the meetings uh, and, and trying to get a few minutes with the Chinese president. It's sad right now. Canada has disputes with many of the leaders at the, at the G20. You know, with India, we remember the prime minister's trip there. They've imposed tariffs. So right now, Canada's reputation on the world stage is diminished, and it's largely due to Mr. Trudeau. Uh, it, it almost seems as if these two superpowers aren't even aware that Canada is here and, oh, by the way, we're involved in this and being penalized for, you know, obviously uh, fulfilling our part in an international extradition treaty. It, it almost seemed as if the president was saying the other day, oh, you can't get a meeting with them? Like, well, I'll help you out. Uh, is that politics or is that accurate? Is there anything the prime minister could have been doing more up to this point uh, or... As many have said, are, are our hands tied because we are sort of, you know, a mouse between two elephants? 
Um, our hands are tied now, Scott, but they weren't at the beginning. Six months ago, when this dispute happened in December of last year, Andrew Scheer and our party asked the Prime Minister to personally inv- intervene quickly. Uh, they balked at that notion, but we knew that the, that the arrest of Meng Wanzhou, the daughter of the founder of the most important com- com- company in, in China, she's like royalty. And the Prime Minister was briefed about the arrest ahead of time because it was going to cause disruption. But they did nothing. They didn't reach out at a high level to mitigate or to, to, to try and walk back the Chinese from an overreaction. And that was the huge mistake the Liberal government made. What could they have they done there? Of, what could they have done there, Aaron? So so the Prime Minister knew this was coming down. Many have suggested uh, that gee whiz, the paperwork get lost and somehow this all be bungled, which, you know, would have just made the United States incredibly upset with us. But but at the end of the day, what can he do? What could he have done at that point? He could have reached out personally, and that's what we asked him to do. And uh, to China, the Chinese, to China. Our extradition act, Scott, is very, very political. In fact, the final decision of any extradition lays yeah. with the justice minister, yeah. and it, the act actually allows the federal government to move her from BC to Ontario, for example, if the court process could be done faster in Ontario. So we should have said right off the stop. We will make sure that this is fair, effective, and as quickly as possible. We know you're upset, but Canada is a rule of law country, and we have an extradition treaty with the United States, and this was an appropriate arrest. Give those assurances at a leader-to-leader basis, Scott. That would have been at least a way to sort of temper the reaction of the Chinese. Instead, Trudeau did not, and the international press coverage did. It was on social media, and China saw it as a, as a lack of respect, and started overreacting. It's the same thing we saw with Saudi Arabia, same thing we saw with India, all because of miscalculations from Trudeau right at the start. Uh, do you think we'll be any better off? Do you think the two Michaels will be any better off after this weekend? I would hope so. At the very minimum, we should be getting better conditions for their treatment and more consular access. The goal would be to have them released and returned home. But at least getting better assurances of conditions. I've said Ming Wanzhou has been on bail for five months. She lives in an $8 million home in Vancouver, and our guys get half an hour of consular visit yeah, a month. Yeah. Um, so we should at least be demanding that as a minimum. So this is a big meeting for the Prime Minister. It's, it's six months of this China crisis. It's going in a bad direction. Meat, meat exports being banned this week. We need to turn around this uh, this runaway train. Aaron O'Toole has been with us, MP for Conservative MP for Duran. Uh, the Conservatives calling on the Prime Minister ahead of the G20 to make sure that uh, he has a chin wag with the right people that can uh, make an influence or have an influence here. Aaron, thank you so much for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.